Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Talk and Toss. My name is Robert Westrand, and today I'm here with Molly Woods. Hello. Molly's been a, a long-awaited guest, so I'm super glad to have finally gotten her on the podcast. Um, and first off, Molly, I just wanted to thank you for you know being such a big part of uh, the collegiate community the past few years, and you do a lot of behind-the-scenes things, and sometimes your role is just not appreciated enough, and I just wanted to thank you and just everyone else I'm sure is, would say the same thing so just right off the bat uh, just getting that out there well thank you and I am truly honored to be um, on the podcast today it's really it's been in the works I've been really talking you up about it so I'm glad we finally got a time to sit down and talk and tell us yeah me too um, so just going uh, get, get into it um, you know talking about your leadership role what was it like serving a leadership role on the student council and like was it tough balancing school SEA and other responsibilities that you had um I mean I wouldn't say it was hard balancing it definitely it wasn't like I'd come home and I'd so much rather do like the SEA or class president stuff so it kind of like put me behind time wise um when it came to my schoolwork but I think I did a good job balancing um sorry what was the first part of the question so it's just like, what was it? What was it like being on SCA for uh, high school? Um, so I would definitely say the first two years it was a little like nerve wracking because like you're the little one and you don't you don't really have a place yet. Um, but I think as soon as I started like really putting myself out there and volunteering to like do the grunt work and like doing the stuff that no one else wanted to do, like it it gained me respect. Um, an SEA, I would say, and I mean, I enjoyed doing the stuff, but I think once I finally kind of got my foot down and like found my place in SEA, it definitely was a lot easier. Um, and I just think it's important that like you do, you like you learn to do the grunt work in order to like gain respect from like those older than you. So that was definitely like a big part of like finding my place in SEA. Um, but yeah, and I think being class president, it was a really nice balance because I got to do my own thing along with Ian Quindosa. Um, but it just was nice that like I had the SCA part of it, but I also like had the opportunity to do stuff like just for our grade. Because at the end of the day, like I really loved SCA because I really loved our grade, and I think it was more like doing it for those people than like the whole school if that makes sense yeah totally um and then just continuing this question like um collegiate it's a pretty rigorous school a lot of academic work but you know how tough was it to balance your SCA responsibilities and other work that you had um I don't know it's just I I was really good about using like if I were if I had like a study hall I, for some reason, it was, like, really hard for me to get schoolwork done at school, so that's when I'd, like, do my SEA stuff, like, especially this year, um, and last year, um, I would just get all, like, the gritty work that I had to get done, start drafting my Sunday emails before, um, Sunday, um, just really just trying to prepare, like, whenever I had a free moment, I would work on the SEA stuff, um, because I knew I could, I could check it off my list because I hate, like, starting math homework and not being able to finish it. But when you have little responsibilities, just, like, 
taking them off one by one was really helpful. Um, so it wasn't too hard balancing them. I mean, it definitely took away some time from studying. Like I would do instead of studying for an extra 30 minutes, I would start crafting an email or make a Google slide or something like that for SEA. But I think it worked out well. I mean, I'm going to the school I wanted and totally. it just was all about balance. Yeah, uh, I also think that um, the staff at Collegiate was pretty, uh, I mean, you know, great teachers like TJB and yeah. Miss Sav and I mean, all of them. All, all, I just all the great teachers. Miss Sav. Did you really? Yes. How was that? Um, it was wonderful. She's doing great. Um, I mean, we're just, I'm just so excited that she's finally getting married. It, it's that was it's big. Great. That was big news. It was, it that was big yeah, news. That was especially for for uh, calculus class, D period. D period. Shout out D period. <laughs> um, no, but uh, just like with SCA, um, obviously a leadership role, but. For other people, say incoming freshmen or sophomores that are looking to be on SCA, what advice do you have for them? Would you recommend be, uh, you know, being on the student council? I mean, I would definitely recommend putting yourself out there. Um, I mean, that's what everyone says, but like that was what made my high school experience what it was, and it's part of the reason why I do love collegiate so much is because I really got to. I always call SCA like the fun makers of collegiate, and I think. Even if you don't run, and even if you run and don't win, Coach Kondo, um, I, like, seen behind the scenes, like, she'll be like, oh, this person ran, like, we'll pick them for this opportunity. And, like, I don't know. It's just always a great, and if, I mean, I loved SCA, and I loved being class president, and I don't think, like, you'll regret running, if that makes sense. Yeah, it just seems like a good opportunity to, like, get yourself out there. Um, meet new people and just like be a more significant part of the community especially if I think you know I think Molly you just your passion over the last few years for the school and your school spirit has been above and beyond and um, so you know like I think that's just a great way for you to for you to you know have been um, obviously you were class president so you know I think the school spirit definitely um, it, it it shined upon all of us so Thank you. Um, yeah, I and um, I think, uh, like, in Ian, like, I think Ian, Ian, like, brought the energy, you know? Like, <laughs> Ian did bring the energy. Ian, Ian brought the energy, and you brought the passion, and, like, I remember uh, it was, um, I guess it would have been the second St. Chris basketball game. Like, I remember he, um, when it was, like, towards the end, and he just, like, went into the back where the freshmen and sophomores were and just, like, started screaming. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you remember that, but, like, I just remember that um, because um, he was trying to obviously get them into the game. But um, I just he, – he's, he's so, so passionate about what he does. Yeah. Um, and, and he's very energetic. I would definitely say, like, Ian and I were a great team because I – like I said, I loved doing the grunt work. I loved sending an email, and he just, like – he was always, like, there to, like, support, like, he, he was always supportive of, like, what we did as a team and kind of just, like, brought the energy up, as you said. Um, I mean, he likes to call himself the vice president, but I would say he was definitely more of a co because he, like, supported me in all the decisions that we made together. So it was definitely a great team effort, and it was really nice that we got to be together all four years. Um, yeah. Yeah, um... And then, you know, just, like, reflecting on this past year, how, how, I mean, how special was it for you? 
um, just like you know, just wrapping up our our high school career and you know our grade. We've been th- we've been through a lot together. Yeah, we have. So um, you know, just like this past year, I thought it was really special. I just was curious what your perspective was on it. Um, I mean, I, like the last like month leading up, I would just like I would cry. Like I'd be like I'd be driving on my way to school and I'd just start crying. And like, which I think part of it was like. I'm never going to be driving to school like this again to, like, go to my school or I'm never going to see these people again. It's never going to be the same. But, like, you and me sitting here, like, right now, it's, like, we have no obligation to, like, be here right now. But, like, it's just we all, like, love each I don't know. It's, like, we just have a really tight-knit bond as a grade that we want to, like, see each other and really just keep the connections going. I think, I think Eric had a lot to do with, I mean, he was – our last guest and kind of talked about it um but I think he had a lot to do with like building the sense of community around one another um I mean I could never have done what he done mostly because I like following rules um and I think Eric was the perfect balance of like knew what was right but also like knew where the line was so he could kind of not cross it but like get right near it um and I just, I don't know. It's like sitting in the commons. It just, I don't know. It, it not, you know, we're never bored at school because I think we all thoroughly enjoyed each other and all the activities that we did, like homecoming. I, I, we were just jumping up and down, and like it was the last one. I just started bawling, crying. There's a picture of that, and I just ball. There was no reason to cry. Like all this emotion just like came over me. I just think I'm a really sentimental person, so I think that. No, but it's definitely emotional when it's your last in high school. Um, And I also think this year it came to a very abrupt end. Um, I mean, the last three months or so just absolutely flew by. And I just like, I just never like took a second to be like, shoot, like this is like, this is literally it. um, And honestly, ever since uh, the end of school, I just, I've like barely seen anyone. which is, which is, uh, I mean, everyone's busy, so it's understandable, but yeah. it's just kind of, it's just kind of sad that, like, a lot sad. of, a lot of these people that I've met that I like, and, uh, I just haven't seen them in a long time. Yeah, um, well, don't worry, I'm already planning our five-year reunion, um, but we'll see. Are, you, are you really? Day. Yes! Um, I want to have, like, I have to organize it with someone from St. Chris, but, like, a basketball game, like, both from both of our grades and like we come together it's like we bring back the student section like five years later it's like Bon Air oh my gosh. like could you imagine like that would Bon be, Air like that would be crazy that would be I crazy I think that would be so much fun um like I'm already just thinking of like ways we can like come back together because I really we did create something special on it and I don't want it to disappear forever so you know it's it's up to us to make the effort to see one another and make sure we keep in contact. Yeah, so. most definitely. Um, and then, you know, you, you talked about how collegiate, like our grade um, specifically was really close, but mm-hmm. like what else about collegiate made you so passionate about it? Like, was it, you know, the values or the people, the sports, what, like what was, what about collegiate, you know, brought those tears to your eyes? And, um, I mean, besides our grade, I think a big part of it was I, I'm kind of an old soul, and I think I got along with a lot of the teachers and faculty. Um, like I said, I just went on a walk with Miss Sav, and Coach Kondo is someone I will always keep in touch in, in touch with. 
Um, Mr. Loach is one of the best guys you'll ever meet. I went on a walk with Coach Kondo over the summer, and it was at Collegiate, and I stopped by Mr. Loach's office just to say hi, and, like, two hours later, like, we were just still chatting. So I think there's something special about that. Um, And I just feel like all of the teachers were just invested in all of us. And to be honest, I don't know, like, what, like, what one thing really just sparked, like, school spirit in me. I just think I, Collegiate was always just a place where I could go and I could, like, I would know I would be supported. And I was always happy at school, so I think the school spirit is just kind of like a thank you for, like, being there for me, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, in my opinion, I think it's the people and the community, like, it's just you have, I think the teachers especially make it a special place, but also, you know, um, the staff, the coaches, um, I mean, a few people that come to mind, Weldon Bradshaw, and um, yeah, Mr. Loach too, I mean, he, he's he's also not appreciated all the time because he has to, you know, draw the line in the sand with a lot of things, but he does an incredible job in my opinion. Um, yep, and like speaking to that, I was at the sports banquet. So I got cut from JV soccer in the ninth grade. <laughs> um, I mean, and then I ended up having to join track, and it was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. But I always have a joke with Rob Ucrop, someone you're very close with. Yeah. And so it was a final varsity sports banquet, and he came up to me and was like, I, I want you to read this book. It's called The Coffee Bean. Um, and it's about, like, just like inspiration and like inspirational leadership and all that kind of stuff and he's like I'm gonna get a copy in your hand I was like okay thank you like you know like when someone says that like you know sure enough a month later I got it probably two weeks ago I get a package from Rob Ucrop with the book in it and I was like that that is just like collegiate in a nutshell like I don't know it just made me really happy that someone like even after I graduated that's a part of the collegiate community would do something so nice like that. Yeah, and then so, like yeah, and then the Mr. Boyd given. Did you get the bookmark? I did get the bookmark. I got I got the bookmark also. Oh, uh, he um. talk about the sweetest man <laughs> to ever walk the earth. And I think the sweetest part about it was that he emailed. I assume he emailed yeah. USC. Um, so I got the whole email printout of oh, really? the, the exchange between Bucknell. And Mr. Boyd. I didn't. I didn't get the. I didn't oh. get the email printout. Oh, I got the email because Mr. Boyd would never want to like do anything illegal, so <laughs> he like he made the, us these little bookmarks with like our college's logo on them, and he was emailing back and forth with our with Bucknell to see if he could use the logo to give me <laughs> like a homemade homemade bookmark, oh, and man. Bucknell was kind enough to say yes, so, <laughs> but talk about just an amazing dude, Farsi Latin t-shirts that he gave us, just above and beyond, ab- above and beyond, and I think that goes for most people that work for collegiate. Um, and then, you know, I also think that you're pretty good at giving advice, so we're, we're about to head off to college. What are some pieces of advice that you could give people that are, it doesn't even have, really have to be college, but it can be, you know, targeted towards college, I guess, but starting something new or people that are going to do new things. Like what are some pieces of advice that you could give them just to like get their confidence up or make them feel more comfortable? Um, well, I first want to start off saying that I think the thing that makes me the happiest is that if you look at our college list, we have so many people going to so many different schools, and if you do have, like, pockets of people going to school, it's like they're going to 
be there with each other, but they're not going to, like, like, they're going to have each other, but they're not going to be, like, in the same friend group. They're, like, everyone's getting an opportunity to branch out, which I'm really excited about. Like, yeah. you're the only one going to USC. Dylan. Oh, my God, Dylan. Dylan, No, but yes. it's No, but no, the no, thing no, about but, that. But, like, he's going to music, and you're. That's no, that, like, no, you're, no. You're right, but it's funny because like I've I've had I've, when I told people where I'm going, it's like it's like there's no way that anyone else from your school is going there. I'm like, believe it or not, Dylan is too. Music, so it's like music wizard. It's just pretty, yeah. And he's incredible. He's incredibly talented. Like, I'm gonna have to get his autograph before I. <laughs> um, but like, and then we have like Bucknell, Colgate, um, Princeton, like all these. Hamilton, like, all these small, like, we have just have so many different schools. Like, we have four people, five, four people. Five. Five think, going to California. It's, I think it's, yeah, it's five. Um, and I just love how everyone's, like, going to go do their own thing and have a fresh start. Um, and with that, I think being at Collegiate for 13 years, there has been, you have an ex, you have an expectation to be a certain way. Because if you've known someone from childhood, like, at some point, like, you never, we never really got a fresh start. And I think for us, like, at college, it's going to be a time for everyone to be able to, like, reinvent, not reinvent, but reinvent who they are and just be who they truly want to be without the, like, expectations of, like, who you're supposed to be hanging out with. with like, I, I feel like at collegiate, it can kind of be hard, like, to switch friend groups or, like, do something because there's an expectation to be with a certain group of people or to act a certain way. So I'm really excited for our grade just to be able to, like, have a fresh start, be who they want to be, um, and then come back together when we're all on breaks and kind of just see how everyone's changed yeah. a little bit. So I think my advice would just be take this opportunity of having a fresh start and be who you want to be because no one else like really knows who you are so if you want to be nicer or you want to dress a certain like it's just a nice time to have a fresh start and be authentically yourself yeah i think the other thing about college is that everybody's gonna find their group whether it takes a year or a month um and that it's a big opportunity lies ahead for a lot of people um so we just got to make the most of it. Um, and I, I agree with, you know, with the friend groups. Um, the funny thing, I guess it's kind of ironic. Like, everybody's always like, oh, it's so hard to change friend groups. And then, but I did like, it, like, I did like four times in high school. No, so, like, so I'm, like, yeah, but it, it's just funny because I'm like, I don't know. I just think like there's some irony in that because um, not because people change friend groups, but everybody says that it's hard. And then like people complain and stuff. I don't know. I just think. Like it might be a little. It's just a little. I mean, I, I I changed friend groups all throughout high school, but it was like I was more scared of what people thought if I were to change friend groups than I think that was the thing I was most hesitant about. Like, what are people gonna think if I start hanging out? Like, you know, yeah, with these people instead of these people. Like, I don't want people talking about me behind my back, and like, that's that's not a very good thing to have to think about. Mm-hmm. But I think when we all have our go our separate ways. And we're going to be picking from, like, thousands of people instead of the 138 that you grew up with. So you're really going to have an opportunity to find, like, your little niche. I will say one piece of advice that the wonderful Courtney Farrell gave me. It was at the same. It was the last first year Wars banquet. Oh, really? I was just getting advice. Is She's like, you're going to come home from Thanksgiving, and everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, I'm having the best time. Like, it's so much fun. I have the best of friends. And she's like, they're all lying. Because it takes 
three months to really like find your place in a new place. So I'm like thinking about that because I'm terrified. I do not know a soul going to Bucknell. Like basically the only one from Richmond going and it's terrifying and they're all they all kind of know each other because they're all in pockets and like New Jersey, New York, yeah. DC. Is that is that, is Bucknell like a northeast school? Oh, 100%. Okay. Which like I'm really excited about. Like I won't get bullied for being a Patriots fan anymore. <laughs> But my roommate is from New York, so, like, hopefully she's not, like, a Giants or a Jets fan. Um, well, they're irrelevant, so. <laughs> they are irrelevant. Um, but I think, I don't know, just don't have these. One problem that I always have is I always have these really high expectations of something is going to go. So don't get discouraged in your first three months of school because everyone's trying to find their place. And if everyone comes home saying, like, that's three months of my life. It's not true, and you shouldn't feel bad if it's not the best three months of your life. Yeah, so, like, um, it's funny that you mentioned that, because I was watching a video the other day about, like, first week at college, and this guy was talking about, like, freshman fakeness, and, like, how everybody, like, the first week everybody's going to post on social media about, like, with pictures of a bunch of people, and, like, like look at all these friends that I made, but in reality, like, like how great it, of a time you, they might be your friends for the first week or the first month. But I think eventually, you know, probably once the first year is over, maybe even the first semester, like, that's when you'll really have found your friends, like, true, true friends. Um, yeah, my mom just said you need to have someone to heal on with for the first two months. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, I mean, good. yeah, I mean, just, uh, I mean, it's fine. Total, it's totally fine at first to have some people, but um, I think realistically it'll take, it'll take a while. And, um, like, don't lock yourself in. Like, allow yourself to explore other options because... I mean, there are a lot of different people, and you just want a little taste of everything so you can find, like, who makes you truly happy. Yeah, and the other thing is that, like, especially, like, I'm, I mean, this is it's almost like I'm giving advice to myself, but, like... That's good. It's just, like, you gotta go out of your way sometimes. A lot of the time, I'd be like, oh, I should do that, but I'm always, like, waiting and waiting for someone to do it for me or, like, someone to talk to me first instead right. of me talking to them. So I think, like, when I go out there... Um, I just got to like, you know, go and get, go and if I see someone or, um, like I see some people playing soccer or some people doing this or that, I just got to like go to them and like, you know, talk to them and be like, and just introduce myself and do all those, all those things. But um, it's, I mean, it's scary to do it at first. And I think like growing up, it's like, you never invite yourself over and like, but now like we got to, we got, we have to invite ourselves in or else we're not going to be included. Right. Townsend and Jane <laughs> teaching us false lessons as children. Oh, man. Um, that's quite a duo right there. That, talk about a duo. <laughs> uh, they've been friends for, like, what? A long time. A long time. Long time. Fun fact, Robert Western and I dated from the age of two to five. He broke up with me on the playground in kindergarten. Okay. There, there is no, <laughs> okay. There's no proof. No um, proof of this. I don't know. <laughs> um... I don't recall. Really? No. We can call up Lloyd and Ann Ross right now. Ann Ross, okay. Ann Ross does not have my back on this one, so I. Okay. We'll 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 we'll, we'll come back to that maybe at a later. I actually have a valent- I have a Valentine. It says, "Do you want to come over to my house? You made it at. Girl Are you Scouts. serious? You made it at Girl Scouts at the age of four. <sighs> because our sisters were in the same troop, and so we, oh, would, yeah. we would sometimes have to go. To Girl Scouts. 
Well, uh, this is just going really well for me. This, I think I might just end it right here. And no, no, no we've still got some more things. Um, we're gonna shift gears. Okay. So in the first episode, I was on with Brent and Max. Yes, and electric episode. That was that was I, a great was way to begin one, one talking of my, to us. One of my favorites, uh, to be honest. Brent and Max gave a lot of inspiration for this, so I should really give them a lot of credit. Brent, Brent and Max. Uh, well, Brent, I think Brent showed me the Burning Down the House song, but I know Max has heard of it also, so <gasps> um, yeah. uh, that that was all them and some of the other ideas. Um, the name, too, I, I have to admit. What, will you please talk about the origin of the name Talking Toss? Okay, so basically, like, at first, Brent, Brent, Max, and I were just, like, brainstorming, and he was, like, uh, I was, like, uh, or he, Brent was, like, um... We should have it, like, uh, on a field or, or, like, it doesn't have to be on a field, but, like, we'll have, um, basically, like, I don't know, I can't remember now. I'm, like, I had it in my head and I just blanked on it, but, like, talk and toss. So, like, you talk and then you, like, toss it to someone else. Okay. Like, that's the gist of it. Okay. Um, but I know, I know Brent had a little bit more than that, but, um, uh, maybe we can, um, get him, get him on another time and he, we can talk about that, but, okay. um... So on the first episode, I had Brent and Max on, and yeah. one of the questions that we talked about was ideal first date. Yeah. So Brent suggested Waffle House. Awful. And disgusting. Uh, obviously, you're not a fan, but no. you know, I, you got to elaborate more. What are What are okay. your thoughts on this? Well, one, the only time I've ever been to Waffle House is when John Woodfin lost his fantasy league, and he had to like eat all these waffles, and he's like, "Molly, come over and eat them for me." So I was like, "Free waffles, <laughs> I'm down." So. That was actually two days after, yeah. And so I went, and it's not the cleanest of places. And I don't know, a first date, well, didn't he say, like, he wanted to go on a long walk, or is that Max? I think, no, Max was the one, so they were going to go, Max did Sushi King. Okay, yes. But yeah. we got we to gotta, we gotta finish Brent first, then we okay, can move on. Sorry, but sorry, Max, sorry, no, no, but Max, okay. no, you're right. One, Max had, I think Max had the long walk, like on... Belle Isle. Yeah, yeah, okay, Belle okay. Isle. That's so right. So the Waffle House is a... Sorry, Brent. Like, I understand, <laughs> like, the reason behind it, but no girl wants to go to Waffle House on a first date. Maybe that's, like, a second date spot if the first date goes well, and then you can give her the test, but it's going to be hard to get a second date if you take someone to Waffle House. Like, I don't want to... First of all, Waffles is not a good date food. And... Like, you can't, like, dress up and look cute when you go to Waffle House. Like, I don't know. On a first day, you want to, like, look your best, you know? Mm-hmm. And Waffle House is just not the place to look your best. Okay. I mean, fair enough. Now, what about Max and Sushi King? And then also, I think... He wanted to go on a long walk in Belle Isle and then go to Sushi King. And then, like, go back to his house and, like... Look at the stars Look something. at the stars. So I was actually watching... When this first episode came out, I was with... Um, I was with Stella, Emily, and Alice, I believe. I think it was just those three. It was like the night of the Kentucky Derby. Don't ask me why I remember that. Okay. And um, we, we were all sitting around talking about it, and we all came to the conclusion, like, on a first date, this goes back to, like, I don't want to be all sweaty and gross, because I love a walk. We know I'm a walking, I love walking. But I don't want to, like, go on a first date, be all sweaty and gross, then go to Sushi King. And Sushi King, like, some people love sushi, some people hate it. Like, it's a very, like, 
in between and like fish on a like raw fish on a first date like not necessarily the vibe because personally I only like like a California roll like I like fish kind of scares me a little bit Mm -hmm. so like that would be a little intimidating that'd be like oh my gosh like I have to order the California roll and look lame so Max I think is a great idea but I think the walk is more of a second date because a girl just wants to get dressed up and feel pretty just for future reference Okay. okay good to know Good advice for any males out there. Right. Um, um, I've never been to Sushi King, actually. I have not either. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I, I like sushi. I like sushi. And, I mean, yeah, usually... But if we... you want to go to sushi, you can go to Osaka. And I'll be cheap day because I get the $12 kids bento box. Well, that's the way to go. <laughs> the bento box is the deal. Yes. That's the deal of the oh, century. But you have to get the kids because the kids is so much food. You get like a dumpling, a spring roll, and like sesame chicken, and it's delicious. And it's not expensive. If you want sushi, you can get sushi, and then I'll get take my $12 bento box. One thing about me, I'm really cheap, so like continental five well they actually have upped the price to seven dollars for the kids chicken tenders it used to be five um but like i'll get that and that will be my meal so i mean can't go wrong with chicken tenders no but like seven dollars you also can't go wrong with that no you're right you're right um okay but now that you've um talked about other people's first dates we have to talk about your first date oh my god with cool pace that was who you went on your first date with I, yes, my first day was with Will Pace. Um, we went to Stuffy's. And so I was actually so embarrassed. Okay, well, well first, when was this? This was seventh grade. Okay. Um, All right. So we'd already lined up together um, at the Valentine's Day cotillion. We were both like third or something in line. He asked me to line up with him during Foursquare. So, like, that's when you know. Gosh, these are just, That's like, when you know. Those are big seventh grade moves. That's when you know it's a love connection. So, after we lined up together at Cotillion, he asked me to go to Stuffy's. And so, I was so embarrassed. I had John Woodfin's sister, Eliza Woodfin, <laughs> pick me up in her, like, 2001 minivan. And I wore, I have a picture of it, because, of course, my mom took a picture of it. Um, it was actually, like, I thought it was the epitome of fashion. It was, like, jeans with, like, a striped shirt with, like, my my pink Lily Pulitzer vest on top. <laughs> um, and so she picked me up, and then we headed over to Stuffy's, and about 20 minutes in, Brent Hales and Jones Brackett walk in. Awkward. And they, and they crash the date. Oh. Um, and then I believe we went to Boyer's which is what it was at the time. Okay. Um, and got some ice cream after. And then... Is uh, this, this is Libby Grove, right? Oh, 100%. Okay. Yes. That's what I thought. Yes. And, like, you knew you were going to see someone. Because, like, you know seventh grade. I feel like, for me at least, it was like... You know how everyone's like, you meet your friends at the mall? Like, no, you meet your friends at Libby and Grove. Like, you got stuffies. Okay. You got Polani Drive. Sorry, overrated. And Libby Market. Polani Drive is overrated? Yes. In my opinion. I never hear anyone talking about Polani Drive. Like, whenever I'm like... Okay, I'm Ryan like, Zown is obsessed with Polani Drive, and I just cannot... I, 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 I used to go it. there um, with my family all the time. I like it a lot. Um, 
I but just like, think they're better options. I'll just no, I mean, no. Way. Livy Grove has a lot of good restaurants. Correct. Which is why I think a lot of the time when I'm like, we should go somewhere near Libby Grove because like it's pretty close to me. So right. it's so I'm like, everybody. So when I say that, people are like, oh, Continental, oh, Jack Brown's. I feel like right. Polani is never really like right. mentioned in that within right. that group. Um, Devastating. Uh, Jack Brown's has been closed recently. Oh really? Yes, I went to go order takeout from it. No, so I went to say this in Burger instead. It was good. Okay. I was home alone. And so, like, free crips. So I'm like, I'm going to get myself a good burger. Fair enough. Um, I didn't... So when did it... So it's closed forever? No, or... no, no, no. It's, like, for, Temporarily. Like, yeah, for, like, oh, construction okay. or okay. something. I was going to say, I was like, I feel like it's done pretty well. So I, I would have been surprised to see it closed. Um, okay, but besides your actual first date, like, talk... Um, about your ideal first date. Oh, ideal first date. Um, well, now that, like, I'm older, because I feel like lunch was safe. Like, you know, like, middle school, like, first half of high school, it's like, you go to lunch. Like, it's just more casual. But I feel like I would, I would like, take it a step up. And I, I would probably go to dinner. Um, I'm a big fan of Taza Kitchen, because I think there are a lot of different options. And so, like, he can find something he likes on the menu. I know I like something on the menu. Um, it's not too expensive, but it's, like, nice enough where, like, you're putting an effort. Okay. Um, and then the ideal would be, like, you have, like, a 30-minute wait, so then you just have to, like, walk around. So it's, like, a cab or, like, a 20-minute wait, so you can just, like, walk around, like, keep the conversation flowing. Oh, I forgot to say, I mean, he obviously picks you up. And music is, like, a big, like, if they're listening to, like, old country like slow country red flag i'm sorry and like too much sorry there's a fly it's a little distracting <laughs> listeners um it's our it's our it's our biggest fan he's just fan trying to trying to get a sneak peek at correct. the episode like no this is exclusive um but yeah so he picks you up he has to be having be playing like good music like it can't be like like it can it can be country but like not like deep country if that makes sense um, but okay. like more like pop music. I so like what are some je- do you have some, some well uh, okay so I actually just created the most wonderful playlist and it's like all my old songs. Okay. Um, we got like still the one, sitting on the dock of the bay, sign seal delivered, um, jitterbug, moon dance by Van Morrison. It's just like good like music. I mean, I, I, I would like to say I'm a pretty good oxer. Like, I have a playlist for everyone. Like, I was driving the car with Josh Chomade, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I'm putting myself on ox, because we were going to go visit Stella. Okay. And I knew he, he was a rap guy, and I have, like, a rap playlist. So, like, I played that, and he's like, wow, like, I'm presently surprised. So, like, a boy needs okay. to have a playlist for, like, every genre to, like, kind of feel the vibe of the girl, but it's all music you like, but, like you can pick from a genre. So, okay. sorry, now we're getting off track. I'm a big, like, rambler. So then, so we go to Taza, and then after, and then I, okay, this is where me and the people that were listening to the podcast first disagree. I said, I love to, like, sit in the restaurant, like, the conversation just flowing, like, an hour goes by, and you're just, like, still talking. Like, yes, at some point you need to leave because, like, they need the table, but something about just a late-night talk is, like, that's when you know, like, it's there. And then... Um, 
and then maybe ice cream depending if you're full i'm in a really big sweet frog kick right now so i'd probably say sweet frog because like it's kind of right around that area or scoops okay both really good options one gelati is like you don't really want to see someone that you know on a like first date so like i would avoid a well-populated place like i feel like Scott's edition Taza is not. Yeah, that Scott's common. edition that for not like for. Yeah, not anyone that I would know probably would not be there at least like on a specific night. Correct. So like I think that's like a safe spot, and so like either Scoops is great, or um, or Sweet Frog. I'm actually going to Sweet Frog tonight, so. Okay. I'm well, really excited. Recently, I've been just beginning vanilla soft serve with marshmallows. It's really strange, but it's delicious. I and, bet. And back to me being cheap, the marshmallows don't weigh anything. Oh my god! Right? You, these like the advice we've gotten <laughs> this episode is, like, is out of to, this world. When you go to something like Sweet Frog, you need to think about like, no, I'm not gonna get the Oreo because that's gonna weigh a, a ton. You like whipped cream doesn't weigh that much. Marshmallows Probably don't weigh anything. Correct. Yeah. So like you gotta think smarter because it's, if it's all about the weight, you gotta right. You no, you're right. That. You're right. That's 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 a good way of thinking of it. I haven't been to Sweet Frog in a long time. Oh, um, recently the summer, like it's been on a kick, and Lewisburg, Pennsylvania has a Sweet Frog. Like I'm not even kidding you. Like it has let's a go. it has a Walmart and a Sweet Frog, and I could not be more excited. That's all you need. That's all I need. Um, like there's literally nothing else in Lewisburg, but it's I mean, if the if it was just the Walmart and then the Sweet Frog, I think I'll be fine. I like, think you'll if, be fine if it's like. If the dining hall's not serving good food, like, I know I can just go to my local sweet frog and have my vanilla ice cream with, yeah. with toppings. Um, okay. That's all I've got. Is there anything okay. else that you wanted to add? Um, well, can I ask you some questions? I feel like, okay. I feel like the interviewee, like, or the interviewer needs to get all questions. Right. I feel like, okay. okay, so my first question is, I mean, you talked about a little bit, like, wanting to play soccer in college, and... But, like, when, like, I know COVID and the transfer per- portal, whatever that is, like, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big listener, so, like, I kind of understand it now. But, like, when you were going through the process, like, what were your, what would be, like, your dream school to play at? Or dream place? Like, maybe you go somewhere else to play soccer, not just college. Um, so, I mean, I'll be honest, like... I don't really have a dream school. Okay. I never really had. Uh, I mean, UVA has been a big part of my life. I was going to ask, because you, like, I, as long as I've known you, both your sisters went to UVA, like, it just, UVA just, I mean, I just Well, assumed. I mean, I'll be honest, I, I just did not get in. I um, so, but, okay, but you got into USC, like, so that's... Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what happened there, but anyway. Oh my god, um, wait, we can cut that out. We can cut that. Oh, no, it's fine. I don't okay. care. Um, well, now you're going to a better university, so... Well, debate, de- arguably. Anyway, um, so I, I was kind of disappointed to hear that USC didn't have um, a Division One soccer team. Um, because I, I remember going to the UEA soccer camps, and those were always really high level. Um, and I just I love competitive soccer, obviously. Yes. Um, He's electric if you have not seen him before. <laughs> uh, well, um, so, like, I never really had a dream school. And, like, what, what you really should do when you're, especially for soccer, like, you should make a list of schools. Like, say... Like, at the bottom, you have a school that, like, you're guaranteed to play at. 
and then at the top you have like UNC, UVA, like okay. those sorts of schools. Like Colin talked about this. I remember Colin talking about this because he talked yes. with Coach Uprop about it. Yeah. Um, and that's what I should have done. Uh, I didn't end up doing that because I was kind of just like hoping something would kind of just come my way. And was it I was, more like I like if if the, the opportunity presents itself, like then I'll play. But like I'm not like like I'm not dead set on wanting to play in college. I wasn't dead set. Okay. Um, the past the the season in the fall definitely made me want to play more. Um, and honestly, it, it might be tough in college without it. Hopefully, this the club team works out out there. Um, but like I, I, there was a school, uh, Mary Baldwin and Stanton. I mean, they offered me, so I, I could okay. have played there. Like I could have played there probably, um, uh, with a fall ride. Um, so like, could be with I Eric. Mean, well, Eric's going to, Eric's going to marry Washington. Oh. I'm going I'm talking about Mary Baldwin. Baldwin. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you probably, no, no, I, I would, I never heard of it before. Um, uh, but I went to this, uh, there's these camps that you always, that I always got emails about, like in Northern Virginia or Williamsburg, where there'd be like five or six schools there, like small D three schools, and like that was just a good way to like start. So like summer over my summer between sophomore and junior year, I think I went to my first one, okay. and the Mary Baldwin coach was there, and I talked to him after, and then I went to their camp, played really well, and then he was like, yeah, he was like, he was like, you, he was like, we're very very interested in you. So then I left, and then uh, I sent him my phone from the past season. He's like, I went out for a visit, and then he's like, we have a spot for you on the team. Um, and I just, I think, unfortunately, the size of the school, just, I just didn't. Um, it just didn't have enough for me. It just didn't have enough. Um, I liked the coach, and he actually ended up moving on to Guilford College, um, which I think uh, uh, is a little bit probably of a better fit for me. Um, unfortunately, I just, I, I don't know, I just, I just, once I got into USC, that was kind of it. I just didn't feel like thinking about college decision anymore. That makes um, sense. I feel like it's going to be a good place for me. Um, Why did you choose it? Um, there's a lot of reasons, to be honest. Just, I kind of, I mean, I don't, like, want to get away, like, in that sort of way. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, But you want to, you want a fresh start. Right, exactly. Like, pure fresh start because yeah. I feel like I kind of I kept like my, my freshman year some things happened and then rocky start yeah definitely definitely a rocky start um but like sophomore year and junior year like I really kept myself a lot yeah. like I was not the most outgoing person whatsoever I'm still not but I think that at the beginning of this year I was like okay I need to start getting myself out there and then soccer gave me a lot of confidence yeah. uh, I mean how could it not so I definitely, you know, I started talking to more people, and um, I, I definitely found a lot more friends. Like, I mean, Max, I never talked to before this year, and, like, he's one of my best friends now. Yeah. So, like, just people like that. Um, but I think USC, I think the social life there is really great. Okay. Um, so I should, you know, hopefully um, fit in pretty good. Um, we'll see. It's, it's going to be it's gonna be difficult. Uh, I know it will be. But, um like we talked about earlier, just got to put myself out there and yeah. like, there's nothing to lose because if you embarrass yourself or whatever, you know, no one knows exactly. No, no one knows, no one knows who you are and they're not going to, they're probably not going to see you again. So yeah, and like school's big enough where you can just kind of bounce. Right. Um, so, okay. We were talking about college yeah. soccer. So basically I just, 
it never just it just never ended up working out like i i put a little i put i probably could have put more effort into it um in terms of emailing coaches and making sure that they had my highlight video but that just took a lot of work and i was so focused on school that at once i got home this kid is literally a wizard like we get calc tests back and like you get like a hundred and we're all like oh okay <laughs> I, I did okay i did okay on some of them but um <laughs> i would say more than okay I, I i did all right anyway um so um i remember like i'd come home from soccer practice and my mom was like was like have you been emailing coaches and i'm like i just haven't like i just get home and i'm like just tired or I'm, I'm out of the work so just doing that extra thing like it's just it's hard um and I, I even went through the effort of making highlight videos um but unfortunately i just didn't have very good film until this past year and okay. a lot of schools that already made i mean matthew jenkins committed yesterday to w so like these schools they're like getting ahead of the game they're Correct. as soon um and also i he i mean uh matthew is obviously an incredible player but he was on richie united uh, which he totally deserved to be on um, but being on Richmond United, it gives you a big advantage over okay. someone like me that's on the kickers. Okay. Because... Did you ever think about going to Richmond United? So, unfortunately, it, 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 it's not just like, oh, I want to join. It's okay. like, you have to be invited. Like, oh, it's like, it's you have to do the tryouts. And, like, I remember David Sheehan, he... David Sheehan and Will Neuter got invited to, like, Richmond United trainings. Okay. Um, and they didn't end up pursuing it because of collegiate. Um, oh, because isn't, like, the schedule, like, weird? Yeah, so the way... United was like Colin so, on United or yeah, something? Yeah, he was. And he, he couldn't was. play. Yeah, so, but then he dropped. But then his strikers team is like equally as good. Okay. Um, but my kickers team, um, oh, so, so where? Oh, I was talking about how right. So the kickers, like it gets publicity, I guess. Like, right. it, like, I mean, there's there's college coaches at my game, but the Richmond United. Uh, ECNL team goes to these ECNL camps like okay. all over the country like okay. they're going to like Florida and Pennsylvania all these okay. places and there's hundreds and hundreds of college coaches there okay. and they just they get so much more um, what's the word exposure yeah exposure to college coaches and I just I never really got that like I remember I was at this uh, there was this big tournament in North Carolina uh, called NC we called it NCFC but um there, I remember the WNL coach being there because I was like, I was, I mean, that was a school that would, would have been pretty cool to play at. Um, but I just like remember he just didn't like, it's just, it was hard to get him to come to my game because there's a hundred other players that want to play there. Um, so it's just soccer. I feel like was just, it's just too difficult. Like, and I didn't give up, but I like kind of did give up in a way. Um, it's kind of just like an accepted defeat almost, unfortunately. Um, but I think. You know, I think it's just, it's unfortunate that how it went down, but... But you're happy about where you're going. Right. And that's all that really matters. Um, And and it it works out for some people more than it does for others. Um, And then, like Owen mentioned on the uh, second episode, how there were people that were committed to these schools that he knew he was better than, but he saw them committing. Like, and he was like, I'm better than these guys. You know, and that just happens sometimes because it's, there's, I mean, there's... I wouldn't say luck. Um, well, it's the right person, right time. Yeah, exactly. Like, where the person, exactly. like, where the coach is, it's like exactly. I mean, there's so many good soccer players, right. but like getting yourself out there at exposure, I would assume, would be hard. Yeah, and then also, you know, you could go, you could get invited to a school's camp, or you could go to a school's camp, and you're super interested in playing there, and then you have 
you play the worst you've ever played in your life. Right. And then they're like, no way, we're, no way, this kid's, no way, right. he's, all, he's done. Like, we're not, we're definitely not going to recruit him. And then you go back to your club team or school team and you have the best season yeah. of your life. Right? So, like, it just, it's, athletics is, it's crazy, the, the college recruitment these days. But, um, but then I, and then I also remember I was super close to being recruited by NYU. Like, I was, like, really, really close. Wow. Um, like I was, um, Rob Ucrop knew the coach pretty well. So luckily Rob helped me out a lot, um, with that, but he knew the head coach there really well. And then I was talking with their assistant for like a couple months. Okay. Um, and he was like, he was like, we're really, really interested. Like, I remember I got an email back from him. I was like, I'm going. I was like, I was we're like, going Townsend, we're going on a plane. Well, I, told, to I, I, uh, I told her about it anyway. Um, and then that just, it didn't end up working out. Like, I think I was this close. I mean, okay. I was like, I, I, I was, I think I was close. Okay. Um, I just, I'm not too sure what happened. Um, obviously, I, I, uh, you know, we left the, the coach. Um, I guess it's just sometimes there's not enough room in recruiting classes. And then another school um, that has a really great soccer program is uh, uh, Ohio Wesleyan. Okay. Um, I was considering there, too. Um especially because of their, obviously because of their soccer program, but um, their coach I've been talking to for a little bit, and then I, like, would try to get Rob in on it um, just to help me out, and then that just, it never just, we never ended up going all the way through, okay. um, which is kind of the same situation with NYU. Um, so it was kind of a crazy ride, but I just... Unfortunately, it just never ended up working out. Um, but everything happens for a reason. You exactly. have the most amazing four years at the University of Southern California. Yeah, uh, it should be good. It should be really, really good. Um, you have any other questions for me? Um, I've been trying to... Like, what would you give? Like, if you were to give a piece of advice for people, like, coming up in high school, because I think you did have a... like. You said you were more reserved sophomore and junior year, and then you really put yourself out there senior year. Like, would you say, like, I would tell people to put themselves out there earlier and just, like, being more... Because I will say the character arc of Robert Westerman is, like, I love I love to see it. Like, it's just full circle. <laughs> it, it was, yeah. I was, I kind of had a weird high school, if I'm going to be honest. But, um, so a piece of advice. Well, we talked earlier about putting ourselves out there, but that's, like, pretty general. Like, right. that's not real. I mean, like you How can, did you put yourself out there this year? Um, I just took risks. Okay. I took risks, for sure. Like, maybe not some, some, some good ones, but, um, I don't know if you know what I'm referring to, but anyway, um, like, um, taking a chance was a big part of it. Okay. Um, I mean, you're going to be, you're not going to see these people like right. only if nine exactly. more months. Like, you like that, gotta... it's, it's intimidating because you don't want to humiliate yourself, but you also like, you want to be part of everything. So you have to just, you have to just take a risk. Um, which I think in college is going to be a lot easier for people because like we, like we talked about, if you know, you do end up embarrassing yourself or whatever, you're going to be able to, you know, it's, it's not going to be, it's not, it's not going to spread around the school in five minutes like it That's does true. at collegiate. So, um, and then, what else is I going to say? 
I feel like I was going to go down another path also, but I think taking risks is good. Um, another thing is that, like, we talked about expectations, and in college, I think, like, we should just try and erase those mm -hmm. completely, because I feel like a lot of the time, whenever I had, whenever an opportunity presented myself to do something socially, I would always back out of it because of fear, and, like, just, I would always be afraid of someone judging me. Yeah. Um, so, really a real thing. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, um, I just remember, like, there were so many opportunities where I'd be like, I'd be like, I should do this, or I should go talk to this person, and then, I don't know, I just always got, got fearful of, I don't know, someone taking it the wrong way, or, like, someone judging me for it. Um, but, yeah, I would say just taking risks. Yeah. I think I have one more piece of advice, if that's okay. Okay, before, yeah, go, before ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so, like, just thinking about, like, because talking more about, like, collegiate and just, like, it's so small, I, and the friend groups are kind of, like, start, start to establish themselves, and it's hard to leave a friend group, or you think it's hard to leave a friend group and a new one, but, like, in reality, it's not that hard. And I would say, like, if you're, if you're, like, with a group of friends or, like, a group of people, and one, they, like, bring out the worst in you, or, like, you just always find yourself, like, not, like, you just find yourself reserved and, like, not acting like how you truly want to act, like, be yourself. I think it's important to, like, remove yourself from that situation. Like, you don't have to have a big falling out. You can just slowly kind of, like, back away and just give yourself more opportunities. Because I think in the long run, like, you'll be a lot happier. And just to get rid of those expectations. Because, like, as I said, I've moved around friend groups a lot and I would say like and it's not because like there was really one big thing it's just like you kind of grow as a person you want to grow as a person you want to become better and you just want to grow I don't know how to sorry I just like I know you're fine um, it's all good and and sometimes you outgrow friendships and like I think it's important to like make sure that you are being your best self and you surround yourself with people that make you the best version of yourself. And I don't think people in high school should be afraid to do that because of what others will think. Cause I think you'll be a much happier person once you truly surround yourself with people that make you happy. Um, and I think going into college, I think it would be easier cause you have so many more options, but really just surround yourself with people that make you the best version of yourself. Cause I think life is much better when you're the best you. That's, Final Truth Bomb by Molly Woods. Yeah, well, that was a great way to end it. Um, we went on for a long... I, oh. I thought we were going to end there, and then, uh, and then you you, uh, you, yeah. you brought up some questions, which Sorry. was good. I, I had a lot to get off my chest there, apparently. Good. Uh, well, it's good. Like, so, this is uh, talking to us. Exactly. I'm tossing it over to you. Exactly. You're right. Um, so, Molly, I wanted to thank you again for being thank on. Thank you. I, um, I, loved, I loved my time here, and hopefully maybe I can come back... Maybe after well, like, we'll have, Thanksgiving break. Exactly. We'll we'll, we'll have we'll have another episode with Molly. I'm sure. Um, well, uh, that's gonna end it here for us today. Okay. Thank, thank you guys you. so much for watching. Um, thank you. Of course. Thank you for coming on. And uh, we'll see you guys later.